0: Hey guys, in this episode, I go deep, I get into politics, I get into Reddit, I get into a couple jokes, it's a lot of humor, a lot of comedy, uh, a little bit of business news, um, I talk a little bit about Trump, I really hope you guys enjoy this this uh, next segment, it's uh, 60 minutes long, um, I really put my heart into this one, and I, I'm speaking a bit slower, so you guys enjoy, alright, let's jump right in. guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast david atl king podcast for you guys i'm gonna load up some jokes for y'all and um let's get it popping um you know jokes are really the way to go and i don't know a better site than reddit.com this is easter uh publish this in the next few days if i like it um yeah so i'm just letting up some jokes for you guys it been reading a lot thank you for your attention for listening today it's um really great that you're paying attention i appreciate it Um uh, hope i can provide you some of value giving you guys my thoughts on life and it's a way to like i don't know at the beginning a big part of this was just to make myself accountable to myself so i could like you know, one year from now, or one year in the past, I can look back and have a daily record of my thought process, how I sound, how I look, you know, what's going on in my life, um, but it's just kind of easier to make it public, and I kind of become accountable to others as well, so this has been fun, um, it's been nice, uh, I enjoy it, um, and I hope that you guys get some value out of it. You know, it's under the comedy genre. Uh, it's David ATL Ransom Raves. That's me. Um Young boss. I'm out here in Chad, Tennessee, right now.
1: Just living. Just chilling, you know. And uh, these
0: jokes aren't loading. I want to see if I can pull up another page. I'm going to read a couple of Will Smith quotes to get us started. <clears throat> Will Smith, I wake up every morning believing today is going to be better than yesterday. Will Smith is an American actor, producer, rapper, comedian, and songwriter. Smith has been nominated for five Golden Globe Awards and two Academy Awards and has won four Grammys. May his quotes inspire you to live a life of greatness from awakenthegreatnesswithin.com. The first step is you have to say you can. Throughout life, people will make you mad, disrespect you, and treat you bad. Let God deal with the things they do, because hate in your heart will consume you too. I've always considered myself to be just average talent, and what I have is a ridiculous, insane obsessiveness for practice and preparation. And where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. You know while the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. Money and success don't change people, they merely amplify what is already there. Whatever your dream is, every every extra penny you have needs to be going to that. I've trained myself to illuminate the things in my personality that are likable and to hide and protect the things that are less likable. I'm a student of patterns. At heart, I'm a physicist. I look at everything in my life as trying to find the single equation, the theory of everything. In my mind, I've always been an A-list Hollywood superstar. Y'all just didn't know yet. The things that have been most valuable to me I did not learn in school. If you're not willing to work hard, let someone else do it. I'd rather be with someone who does a terrible, horrible job but gives 110% than with someone who does a good job and gives 60%. When you create art, the world has to wait. You can cry, ain't no shame in it. I have a great time with my life and I want to share it. Life is lived on the edge. I know how to learn anything I want to learn. I absolutely know that I could learn how to fly the space shuttle because someone else knows how to do it. They put it in a book. Give me the book and I do not need somebody to stand up in front of the class. For me, there is nothing more valuable than how people feel in a movie theater about a movie. I love producing. I am loving doing that. I think that is my most natural space in the business. I just love producing or editing and that's where I thrive. So if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And that is how I run my life. I want the world to be better because I was here. Traditional education is based on facts and figures and passing tests, not on a comprehension of the material and its application to your life. Traditional education is based on facts and figures and passing tests. I'm a student of world religion so to me it's usually important to have knowledge and to understand what people are doing. I think with movies I'm really connecting to the Joseph Campbell idea of the collective unconsciousness. I don't know what my calling is, but I want to be here for a bigger reason. I strive to be like the greatest people who have ever lived. Too many people spend money they haven't earned to buy things they don't want, to impress people they don't like. Fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice there's no reason to have a plan b because it distracts from plan a so yeah those are some will quit will smith quotes that i really like i'm trying to open a joke thread um So this is tales of Mike. So this is about a coworker tale on Reddit. This is not my real life, but oh my god, why is this so long? Okay, maybe not. Um, let's see what else. I could try it. I could try it. All right, we're going to try a tale of Mike. <clears throat> it's really long. Mike looks out for himself and no one else. He has no intention for supplying morale. I work in a delivery type job. There are two warehouses in my city's market. One is run by the market manager who is terrific at his job. The other has me and two other drivers and Mike. Mike has been the lead driver for a few years. It just happens that he stumbled into it because he's immortally immortally single and 42 with no friend and could live on half of his salary because he has no life and lives with his uncle. The job is full of long, hard days where you deal with people who can be real a-holes or just ignorant. But either way, they don't understand our job as drivers are so stressful and I think I have an hour at their delivery to make sure everything is perfect when in reality my employer builds 20 minutes into each stop on our route. So we do 8-10 to stops a day and like I said, there are tons of customers who waste our time. But anyway, after a while you learn to deal with people not knowing how when the day is going to end and the occasional truck breakdown. I couldn't be a delivery driver if I couldn't accept the annoyance of daily traffic or people on the phone or remembering bridges that my truck won't fit under or driving working in some tough weather conditions. I saw local deliveries within 50 miles so I know my city well, but in spite of all this this is one of the best driver jobs I've had since I started in the career. I still get to spend most of my days in a truck where I don't have to converse with anyone. I hate like mic types and essentially if I'm ahead of schedule my boss doesn't mind if I sit around doing nothing or stopping for food on little breaks throughout the day i don't want to say who i work for but it's probably similar to a postal worker or ups driver mike goes about his job very different he thinks he is a god he literally looks for the worst in people he complains that the deli meat is a lot better where he grew up on long island i can tell when he's getting along with someone he's pretending because he thinks he's so superior to them he's blonde hair blue-eyed and racist he wants out of other people the relationship he gets from his dog I'm guessing he's the guy who would tell women they would look prettier if they smiled because he's basically told me to do it in front of customers and don't chew gum. He actually wanted to be a cop his whole life, but he couldn't pass the personality test. He's literally tried. Get Out is a documentary after meeting a guy like this. There's no pressure on him to be good with customers or be done quickly because the earlier mentioned reasons he's a fit for the lead driver. He also gets the shortest routes or in slower times of the year doesn't have a route at all. Having a day with two hours of some busy work, sitting around for the other six and being on-call. This doesn't make him any easier going for the people he's supposed to get along with at work. He thinks everyone else owes him everything because he keeps things running smoothly and trained and developed us. For the first year, after he trained me, my work involves a machine on the delivery. It was nearly fired, nearly quit, and basically sweated out every day making things twice as difficult. Thanks for the training, Mike. Eventually, because I'm a smart guy. I got so good with the machine that the confidence spread to my approaches with customers and driving parking and things went much more smoothly. And sure safety is important so you shouldn't do things distracted or rush but after a year if you're still slow and not multitasking you're going about your job wrong. You're working on your own, there's no one to blame but yourself. Like I said earlier, Mike hates people so he's not sticking around for a small talk. Yet he's the slowest driver in our warehouse. He's not trying to get better, he's trying to stretch his hours. Because he's from Long Island, he has a rich man complex and thinks 60K year, 60k a year for a single man is chump pay. A nice 20-something guy quit last month and if you asked me, he was just trained wrong. You'll learn more from your first week out on your own than you'll ever learn from Mike. I've worked with him for almost two years now. Last summer, he started calling the other drivers at the end of the day to ask how things were going. As clearly, nothing more than a power move. He loves to offer a statement that offers no comfort, like, you'll be okay, or... Well, I did X today. When routines, rules from our market managers are new, he is a Nazi and threatens to rat out anyone with no patience or a learning curve given. We can sometimes go weeks without seeing the market manager and only speaking by phone calls. My market manager is much more level-headed than him, but still, when I call him, I have no idea what stories he's heard from Mike and what his current outlook on me is. The MM is still a manager and can be a-hole sometimes too, but Mike has made it feel like you're always one step from getting fired. Anyway, there are a few things we do electronically, all just through a smartphone app on our company phone. Electronic logs, if you're not a driver you don't know and I won't explain it here. Taking pictures and attaching them to customers orders for liability reasons It's pretty basic. My cousin doesn't expect the sharpest employees, recently they added another app to pre-trip inspect our trucks. When I was approaching he kept saying, so all you guys will have to actually do it. All of a sudden he wants to take the high road when I didn't get trained to do it. Remember who trained me? You. Then, as he's painstakingly demonstrated how it works, I ask, well, what if my tail out, light is out? If I need to take a picture with this app to prove it's working, what do you do in my situation? At first, he asked why he didn't know, and I told him I've written it on my inspection sheet for the last two weeks. Also, as he's supposed to be a leader, in my two years, he's never volunteered to ask if there are any concerns he should know about. He said in the future to tell him in person because he doesn't have time to look at in inspection sheets every day three other driver's seats he checks our gas receipts really all of this is sort of coming to a tipping point for me and i'm hoping to transfer to another city i'm single too but don't plan to be forever so it's better timing now rather than later and the way this guy wants to keep things going is so that no one will have a social life for 10 months out of the year but the best i can figure is that this will rely on getting good customer service reviews which i've done probably more in the last few months than he's had total since becoming a lead driver but the silver lining is that he has so little grasp on his reality that the market manager probably wants him exactly where he is forever so that's uh mike on our uh, reddit um, a couple of comments are i feel you good luck buddy wow good luck in the job search uh, my thoughts on mike he should switch jobs <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't believe i read through all that for you guys but it gave me an idea um so if you're still listening along props for you We're about to jump into relationships. And this is about to get good. I'm about to give uh, relationship advice. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the thread I found earlier. Uh, No, it's not. Um, Ah, this will work. Okay. Husband, 33 male, said he doesn't consider me 26 female, part of his family. My husband, a thirty-two year old male and I, twenty-six year old female, have been married under just a year have been married just under a year together for two and a half years. We were walking around in a store casually browsing for items when he mentioned something about being excited to be a family one day. I asked him to clarify and he said he's looking forward to being a family unit once we have kids together. I asked him if he considered me family right now, even though we don't have kids, and he said no, I'm his wife but not his family. We will only be considered family once we have kids together. I got offended at that because of course your wife is your family. I thought that was just a basic thing that was understood. He apologized and tried to clarify what he meant, but I'm still not quite sure what he means. He says he loves me a lot and I'm his whole life and he didn't mean to hurt me. Am I out of line for getting upset? Isn't your spouse considered your family? I guess I find it upsetting because I 100% consider him my immediate family. Anyone feels similarly to my husband and can't explain their reasoning? We've long since made up and everything's fine just wondering about the logic behind this. So, top reply. This might be just be a miscommunication. He may be considering that family is a term requiring more than two people, and two is a couple, but not necessarily better or worse. While you may be thinking he means you're not as important as a family yet. Uh, my thoughts. I don't know. That actually seems like a big deal. Um, I would look more into that. Next thread. My 31. I'm 31 year old male, girlfriend, 28 years old female is threatening to expose our kinky sex life if I don't do what she wants. I'll try to keep this brief. I have several several thoughts swirling in my head, but I'll try and keep to the core facts. My girlfriend and I have been dating for eight years. We have practiced serious forms of BDSM and kink for the past six. This sounds bad. Alright, hang on. Hang on, gang. I always thought we'd get married, but over the past year, the non-sexual aspects of the relationship have really deteriorated. She lost her job about a year ago and has been depressed, inactive, and without ambition since. This has translated to her being withdrawn and focused on solo hobby. Outside of sex, in parentheses, we're both very high libido. It feels like we never talk. I've suggested counseling therapy and really tried to support her. Maintaining what was once a two hundred K income household on one hundred and thirty K has been very difficult, but our trips and gifts, etc. are the only time I see her happy. She also becomes extremely cold and distant if I indicate we can't afford something. I feel like I'm at the end of my rope and I foolishly allowed my savings to deplete over the past year to supplement this lifestyle. I raised the emotional intimacy, ambition, and finance issue two days ago saying I can't do this as it is something that needs to change. She completely lost it. She started crying, screaming, begging, and yelling. It was bizarre. She alternated between cursing at me and begging me to give her a chance. I've never seen her like this and it made me very sad. Then she said that if we split, she's no longer obligated to keep quiet about our sex life. Now to some that may not be a big deal, but it's huge for me and she knows this. Firstly, I come from a very religious family. Secondly, I work in a public facing position in a family friendly company. Finally, I'm just personally really embarrassed easily and a private person in general. For her, it hasn't been much of a big deal. Her mother is literally a dominatrix for a living and her industry slash role in this wouldn't care too much. This isn't just whips and chains without getting too explicit. I'm talking about race play, age play, rape play bimbofication oh my god and much more with several paid slash unpaid partners including trans women this is dark all right this being something she could share with our circle of friends is mortifying i don't know what to do i brought it up again this morning and she much more calmly told me she'd be happy to discuss her past sex life with whoever she wants without reservation i'm really scared however i can't be blackmailed into loving somebody or staying with them this is a nightmare i can't just bite the bullet on this if she starts telling people especially if she's upset about a breakup. I'll come off as a racist, pedophile, misogynist, rapist, or worse. I personally can't see myself getting past that. For the first time in my life, I'm considering running away or doing something drastic. This is and was consenting play with two partners and half of it has been her idea, but I'm at a complete loss. I feel devastated and I've been crying. I feel weak and trapped. Is there anything I can do? Top answer. That's the thing with blackmail. It plays on a person's fear. You have two options that I see it. Let her be in control and make you do as she wants or kick her to the curb and risk, risk the consequences. If it's me, I tell her to pack her shit and get the fuck out of my life for good. Then go to my family and my work first and tell them what they might hear from her and give them your side first. Oh my goodness, guys. This is some effed up stuff. That is between a rock and a hard place. I like that answer, though. Uh, Could go to a friend's house for a bit to cool off. Wow. That's pretty intense. What do you guys think about that? All right, this is funny. My boyfriend, 27 male, wants me to say thank you when he spends time with me. I think that's ridiculous. Snippet of our history. We don't live together, been dating over two years. We don't get a lot of one-on-one time because of work schedules. We have one shared day off together, Saturday, and his friends are always over at his house all weekend, every weekend, literally spending the night. That's a battle. I stop fighting. I just go over and hang out with all of them, and we try not to make too much noise when we retire for the evening. It is what it is. However, recently on his birthday, we made plans for me to go over when he got out of work at night. When I got there, he made it a point to tell me his friends wanted to go over, but he told them no, even though it was his birthday and he should spend it how he wanted to, because he knew I'd want alone time. He expected gratitude and a thank you, as if this were some grand gesture. I got super annoyed. My thinking, I went out of my way to surprise him with food from his favorite restaurant, because it'd be closed after he got, got out, chose the 30 minutes to spend time with him on his birthday and would have an hour-long drive to work the next morning because of the added distance. All because I wanted to spend his birthday with him, and I thought he wanted the same. Had I known he felt he was doing me a favor, I would have just stayed home and got a lot more sleep. This whole thing ended up turning into a disagreement about expectations and relationships. He feels I should thank him for time spent together. I feel like me feeling gratitude for that is enough, and having to say it weirds me out. I think spending time together is pretty much a given in most relationships. I think we should be spending some time alone together. He thinks there should be no shoulds. These are high expect- those are expectations, and having any expectations creates entitlement and selfishness within a relationship. As you can imagine, this argument has appeared in various ways over the last two years. What do you think? Is it ungrateful to not thank your partner for spending time with you? I think this question is kind of crazy, but I'll ask it anyway to make sure I'm not completely off the mark. Is the expectation of time with your partner a reasonable expectation in a relationship or do you agree with my boyfriend that expectations in a relationship are bad? Top answer. He has to be kidding. That's ridiculous. Makes him feel as his ego. Yeah, that's a pretty funny situation. Um, I mean, she could just thank him for his time. I mean, she could, if she's feeling gratitude, she could just say it, but I don't know. Maybe she should just work on herself. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? Um, so he doesn't want any expectations in a relationship. I mean, it's okay to have expectations in a relationship. Otherwise, you just be guessing all the time. I don't really know what that means. Um, All right, we're going to head over. This is... All right. uh, Cool. We have been married for 15 years. My husband is 62. He is looking for 20 years old girls for sex with money. My husband is 62 years old. I am 12 years younger than him. We have been married for 15 years. For all these 15 years, he never went to find a job or make money for the family. I work very hard and am very good at investment. For these 15 years, I built a lot of assets and make our family financially secure so that he does not need to go to work. I had two successful companies and all the people who worked for me really liked me. I even bought a house for one of the family who worked for me. I am a very kind person. I treat people all equal and kind. For the last three years, my husband hardly gets involved with anything I do. He does not care about me either all he does is using his computer browse the internet and goes all different dating websites to look for younger girls like in seeking com, what's your price millionaire match he lies about his age says he's only 50 even though he's actually 62 he does no housework only grocery for himself doesn't do laundry i did not know that until recently he wanted to divorce divorce filed and filed divorce he wanted half of what we have even though i am the one who built all the assets and make money for our family i just found out for all these years, he went out paying these young girls to have sex to be their SD. I am very pretty and attractive Asian lady, and I look at least 15 younger than my age. I am fit, 5'4, 105 pounds. I am smart and work hard. Sometimes people thought I was not married or am my daughter's sister. I always have sex with my husband whenever he has demand, almost every day, because he told me sex is very important for him. I don't want this marriage to work, so sometimes I don't even feel like to have sex with him, but I will do it for him. I don't understand why he does not love me and always go out looking for the young girls girls younger than his daughter i just found out he he's doing that and also he filed the a divorce a couple months ago i always loved my family put all my effort to the family i was very confident and now i'm attractive, smart working hard and rich but now i feel really sad and don't know all these 15 years of effort to this family worth nothing he never loved me in my whole life always the guy like me and loved me and i'm the one who walked away from them now i feel very sad and lost i need to stand up again thanks E C. top answer I am so sorry. Needless to say, he does not deserve you and is complete garbage. I wish I could help in some way. I don't feel sorry for you as much as I feel anger. He truly sucks. We've never met, but I have every confidence that you deserve infinitely better than this. Yeah, sounds like the guy's a douchebag. Um, that really sucks. <laughs> it's like, what do you do in that situation? Um, <clears throat> so, my girlfriend. 27-year-old female lied to me, but I'm 26-year-old female, not innocent either. My original post didn't get a lot of attention, but I did have hope for Nikki and I after posting. Um, oh, I guess I gotta go with the original. Original. My girlfriend Nikki and I have been dating for three years. Last year, I was going through some very tough career changes that took a hit on my confidence. My girlfriend is in her third year of dental school and was very busy with her homework. Okay, guys, this is a long one. This is really long. Heads up. I messed up and had an emotional affair with a co-worker, Chad. I'm sorry, I'm going to skip this one. It's too long. Maybe it's good, though. Maybe that's why it's long okay continuing this was not hard because even though so my girlfriend 27 year old female lied to me but i'm 26 year old female not innocent either my girlfriend nikki and i've been dating for three years last year i was going through some tough career changes that took a hit on my confidence my girlfriend is in her third year of dental school and was very busy with her schoolwork i i can't i'm sorry i thought i was gonna do it i gotta do some business news really get into the flow of this recording podcast this is like my longest section usually i have like transitions but i've just been going this whole time no breaks it's easter evening i've had a (laughs) it's been an okay day i went on the river walk i'm on entrepreneur.com i posted like four pages onto my wordpress wordpress today davidatl.wordpress.com so and i posted a minute-long video onto youtube so yeah can you still make money drop shipping in 2019? The short answer is no. This makes me so mad because I'm trying to get my drop shipping business going and it's just me off. I'm going to break this. Read this. E-commerce continues to grow at a breakneck pace with virtually every business and aspiring entrepreneur trying to make a buck one way or another via digital salesmanship. Nonetheless, certain e-commerce strategies are sounder than others and some tactics like dropshipping have become less popular over time thanks to new constraints that makes it less profitable. 2019 is the year as disruptive and confusing as ever, though making it an open question as to whether dropshipping is entirely dead or not. Many continue to assert that dropshipping is a certified way to earn a profit. As far as I know, dropshipping is alive and well. And I've made a, like $100 dropshipping before, but let's see what this article says. Customers simply must be a priority. The truth of the matter is that dropshipping is only a profitable endeavor if you strike to ensure that customers are always your top priority. Far too many newcomers e-commerce believe that dropshipping is an easy, effective way of making a quick buck when it's actually a deeply complex process that requires you to stay on your toes. While dropshipping eases your workload by reducing the amount of goods you need to keep in stock, it creates additional challenges, especially when it comes to issuing refunds and ensuring customers receive gratification. But that's true. Customers can be difficult to manage. Um, many of those who once saw dropshipping as outlet to business success quickly realized that they had deeply understood dropshipping and paid the consequences for it. Having learned from their mistakes, some e-commerce professionals can tell you about the common dropshipping mistakes that almost cost you their business, but countless rookies will doubtlessly keep making these errors. They don't understand what they need to make it work in the first place. So dropshipping can lack accountability. Now, accountability is something I am big on, guys, if you understand the podcast. Um, dropshipping isn't nearly as secure as many who are considering it would like to believe, given that you and your customers usually won't be act- interacting with your suppliers in a face-to-face manner. It's easy for either or both of you to get scammed. Sometimes you'll simply discover that suppliers you rely on for dropshipping really dish out low-quality products that leave customers irritated and unsatisfied. This is why you buy a business on exchange.com and make sure they're doing some correct business and then begin it after it's already been started. So it's imperative only enter into valid dropshipping agreements with suppliers you trust after undertaking extensive dropshipping training. Guys, you just got to get started. Finding a wholesale supplier isn't always easy, and it's certainly not always cheap, but finding the right supplier is usually the key difference between a dropshipping operation that's a thriving success and one that's a miserable failure. Any budding entrepreneur seriously tugging at the leash to give dropshipping a try should review a breakdown of how to locate dropshippers and other supply-side professionals you need to make it. So Alibaba.com. Prepare yourself for extra homework. You gotta be prepared. Quality control is entirely out of your hands. So, drop shipping basically is like someone else fulfills the product for you. And so you don't have to worry about inventory. Um, you also need to prepare yourself for new aspects of the job. It can only work for your company if the people running the operation are constantly doing market research to find new products. So, my opinion is drop shipping is an amazing. Way to get ahead. Um, the only downside is it's not your, it's not, you're not building a brand and brand equity. So that's important. A little sports article on entrepreneur.com how a Croatian basketball player made his NBA dream come true. Ivica Zubac, Center for LA Clippers, his path from Croatia to the NBA by David Meltzer. So this is a basketball article. Uh, Zika Zubak played for the Los Angeles Lakers and L.A. Clippers this NBA season. He shares his thoughts and challenges that he faced along the way. This is not even an article. That was like one sentence. I already talk about on the previous podcast how to get more for influencers, influencer marketing. Probably, actually, I'll do a quick recap. So, influencer marketing is so like someone, so someone who has like a bigger influence than you, and you get them to pitch your product, essentially. So, skip the big names. They can be, they can have like 10,000 or 20,000 followers that can still work. Uh, Look beyond Instagram. Give as good as you get. I definitely already went over this. Uh, What else do we got going, guys? So, Entrepreneur has their own podcast, How Success Happens. That's interesting. Um, Yeah, Entrepreneur.com is probably one of my more favorite websites. Of the disease <laughs> so you can definitely check it out keep your browsing data data private with this VPN Surfshark VPN is a lightning fast security tool hmm.
1: Wow it seems it's the
0: same it's the same articles uh, There's really no, no new articles on entrepreneur.com. So, uh, let's see if Forbes.com has anything. So Forbes.com introducing the Forbes blockchain 50. So I don't know how good Forbes is. It's just like, they just have articles and they're a big name, um, Here's a, here's a cool title for Trump. To improve 2020 odds, Trump stacking the bench at the Fed. We can read about blockchain, Bitcoin. Blockchain goes to work at Walmart, IBM, Amazon, JP Morgan, and 40 other enterprises. By Michael Del Castillo, Forbes staff. Crypto and blockchain. I cover enterprise adoption of blockchain and cryptocurrency. So, crypto, blockchain... I'll just give a one-sentence uh, refresher for you guys. It's basically internet money is how I've been describing it to friends. So on the Jersey side of the Hudson River, just across from Manhattan's financial district, there's a glass and steel office tower designed in the severe international style aesthetic DPCC is emblazoned across the top, but few outside of Wall Street realize that this is a building. Occupied by the Depository Trust and Clearing Corps Our records for most of the world's securities representing some $50 trillion in assets from stocks and bonds and mutual funds and derivatives. In the 70s, Wall Street created DTCC predecessor to replace a system that had been powered by young men running around the cavernous alleys of Lower Manhattan delivering stock certificates from brokerage house to brokerage house. DTCC still has paper certificates in its vaults, but records related to the 90 million daily transactions it handles are kept electronically on its servers and backed up in various locations. Thousands of financial institutions and exchanges in 130 countries rely on DTCC for custody, clearing, settlement, and other clerical services. In a few months, DTCC will begin the largest live implementation of blockchain, the distributed database technology made popular by the Bitcoin crypto. Records for about 50,000 accounts in DTCC's trade information warehouse where information on $10, trillion trillion worth of credit-driven stored will move to a customized digital ledger. Fascinating. Fascinating. Let's get back over to reddit.com. So basically, that was blockchain um, and what they can do, which is Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, etc., rampant chinese cheating exposed at the boston marathon and a top comment is can someone explain why though what's the purpose to cheat your way into the boston marathon only to run a shitty time that's interesting French ambassador on Donald Trump. A big mouth who reads basically nothing. I was elected to lead, not to read. Not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. That's funny. Uh, According to Rolling Stone, momentum for impeachment is picking up. My guess is that the Democrats are going to wait to decide on impeachment until after Mueller testifies in Congress. Y'all, he ain't getting impeached. Fuck that. I bet he gets elected 2020. <laughs> I didn't even read it. <laughs> Guys speak Spanish with a Southern accent. Resume, I can't read out loud. <laughs> Sorry, uh, okay. Um. Okay, what else? Scientologists, scientists found the 22 million year old fossils of a giant carnivore they call Simba Kugwa sitting in a museum drawer in Kenya, a 3,000 pound predator. A high in the dawn is many times larger than the modern lion it resembles and among the largest mammalian predator ever to walk Earth's surface. Movie Details In Avengers Infinity War, Mantis sets her hands like an actual praying mantis when sneaking on Thanos. Political humor growing up, me at 15, guys I'm a liberal, old people, when you're older you'll be conservative to save your money, me now, you're right I'm not a liberal anymore, old people, see I told you, me, I'm a socialist, them, what the fuck? I never understood this logic, I want to help those who are less fortunate, when you get older and make more money you will feel differently, so making money is excuse for being a shitty person. Jesus, the original millennial. Still lived at home with his mom and stepdad in his 30s. Fermented his own alcohol. Thought he was God's gift to the world. Tried to start a career as an influencer because he had 13 followers. Wanted to die because other people were so terrible. Today I learned that in 2016 Kraft replaced the artificial ingredients in its macaroni and cheese with natural ingredients. Nobody noticed. (laughs) I had a few boxes during the transition. The taste didn't change dramatically, but the smell of the powder had a plastic-like smell that made it disgusting. So, in today I learned the CEO, I'm going to read like 10 or 20 today I learned quick facts. Today I learned the CEO of HSBC in Taiwan walked his lesbian employee down the aisle in 2017 after her parents refused to go to the wedding. Today I learned Pornhub has a branch of their network called Pornhub Cares where they focus on humanitarian efforts. Some of their causes are breast and testicular cancer research, planting trees, and funding student college sponsored scholarships. Today I learned 10% of Americans have never left the state they were born. 40% of Americans have never left the country. That's interesting. Today I learned that the sun and the moon look to be the same size because the diameter of the sun and the moon and the distance to Earth both share a 1 to 400 difference, making them look the same size. This has not been seen with any other planet moon combination. Today I learned during the filming of Jackass 3D, Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, and the rest of the crew banned beer from the set to help Steve O maintain his sobriety. Today I learned the English language used to have six more letters Thorn, S, when Jok, Ash, and Ethel, they all disappeared by the 15th century. Today I learned Iceland was settled first by Norse people, while Old Norse, the language, changed over time and became Norwegian. No such thing, no such changes happened in Iceland, so Icelandic is more or less the same as Old Norse. Today I learned that the original snake oil salesman wasn't convicted of selling snake oil he was convicted of selling fake snake oil oil from chinese water snakes was considered legit medicine at the time but clark stanley was convicted in 1917 of selling fake snake oil today i learned in 2012 antifreeze manufacturers agreed to add bittering agents to antifreeze in order to prevent children and pets from consuming it Today I learned light bulbs in the New York City subway system screw in backwards, i.e. with left-handed threads, so people won't steal them to use at home. Today I learned about a charity in the UK adopting red phone boxes, removing the phone and installing life-saving defibrillators instead. Today I learned that breathing 100% oxygen for more than 16 hours can lead to irreversible lung damage damage to the retinas and eventually death. Today I learned Charles Bronson one of the toughest men in Hollywood was so poor growing up that at one time he had to wear his sister's dress to school for lack of clothing. Today I learned 1981 Cadillac Eldorados were fitted with a metal plate under the driver's seat to fix the balancing problem. This saved mob associate Frank Rosenthal's life when the plate shielded him from the force of the car bomb exploding under his Eldorado. Today I learned that penguins and other marine birds have a supraorbital gland above their eye socket that breaks down sodium in their bloodstream, which allows them to remove salt from salt water and make it fresh water for them to survive. Today I learned Japan celebrates Easter, but with no Christian connotations, as a spring family holiday. Today I learned that in 2003, Republican Bob May changed French fries to freedom fries in the congressional cafeterias because of France's opposition to the proposed invasion of Iraq. The French reacted to this news by saying they focus on serious issue, adding that fries are in fact a Belgian invention. <laughs> Today I learned that the King's School, a day and boarding school in Canterbury, Kent, English, is the oldest continuously operating school in the world. It was founded in 597 A.D. by Augustine of Canterbury, a century after the fall of the Roman Empire in the West as a medieval cathedral school. Today I learned bananas are going extinct due to an untreatable fungus breakout that's spreading around the world. Today I learned about Jana Airlines, a highly classified airline that shuttles military personnel in and out of Area 51. The name stands for just another non-existent terminal. Today I learned although there is no specialized sensory organ for time, our perception of time nevertheless depends on the rate of change in different sensory modalities. In the absence of sensory input, under anesthesia, the sense of time is often lost or impaired. Today I learned the word bus is actually short for omnibus, meaning to contain many things and didn't originate until the earliest 19th century you guys like this section give me some feedback leave a comment and a rating send me a dm uh, davidatl.wordpress.com at kinglit93 on twitter today i learned ducks should be fed frozen peas instead of bread today i learned the vehicle assembly building at nasa kennedy space center is so big that it has its own weather system with clouds forming below the ceiling on very humid days Today I learned Islam teaches that Jesus didn't die of crucifixion, but was raised to heaven while alive. Some Christian denominations believe this as well. Today I learned that Led Zeppelin had become so frustrated with reporters and interviewers that officials had put down strict rules for anyone who went backstage. One of those rules stated, do not make any sort of eye contact with John Bonham. This is for your own safety. Today I learned Harry Daglian, a 24-year-old physicist with the Manhattan Project. He accidentally dropped a brick into the center of a plutonium core and exposed himself to a lethal dose of radiation dying 25 days after the accident. Today, I learned that giraffes sleep using their own butts as pillows. Today, I learned the US reached peak coal mining employment in 1923 when there were 883,000 coal miners employed in the US. Today, there are only 50,000 coal miners in the US. Nevertheless, the US produces about 50% more coal than it did 100 years ago. Today I learned legendary musician Prince passed away, leaving no will detailing how to distribute his multi-million dollar estate. Within three weeks of his death, more than 700 people claimed to be his half-sibling or descendant. Today I learned that crime rates in Mexico drop significantly whenever footballer Javier Chincharito Hernandez is playing. Today I learned in 1978 British explorer Tim Severin proved it was possible for a 6th century Irish boat clad in leather to make the journey across the Atlantic from Ireland to North America. This was done to test if St. Brendan the Navigators described journey across the Atlantic was possible at the time. Today I learned the Romans had a toilet pantheon including the great sewer goddess Venus Cloacina, whom you prayed to when the toilet clogged and Crepitas whom you prayed to when you were constipated. Today I learned Charles Darwin reportedly took Harriet the tortoise from the Galapagos Islands to England. It was then transported to Australia where it was most recently visited by Steve Irwin. The tortoise lived 175 years. Today I learned that NASPERS, a South African company, owns a 31% stake in Tencent valued at over $175 billion. They bought the stake in 2001 for only $32 million. Today I learned movie theater popcorn is sold at a 1,275% markup. Today I learned about Ferdinand Chaval, a French postman who spent 33 years of his life building his own palace using stones he collected on his daily mail trips. Although he wanted to be buried in it, the French government refused and he spent another 8 years building a musoleum to complement it. Today I learned in 2018 the Sagrada Family Church agreed to pay Barcelona $41 million as a fine for lacking a building permit for 136 years. Today I learned musical icon Prince was a fantastic bowler who could throw a strike at will and wore knee-high furry boots while he was playing. Today I learned people used to play chess across the globe by mailing their moves to each other. And now you can use Chess.com and we take it for granted. Today I learned that the UK consumers have a minimum of six years warranty on all electrical goods according to Section 19 of the Consumer Rights Act 2015. Today I learned an American group from Harvard set out to observe the solar eclipse of October 27, 1780 with the Revolutionary War in full swing. Though the Brits granted them safe passage sought in the name of science into what was in enemy territory they still failed to witness totality due to miscalculations. Today I learned insects don't have lungs they just kind of absorb oxygen and it is related to their size. That's why bugs get so big got so big when the earth had more oxygen. Today I learned it would take an on average about two and a half months to read through all the privacy policies we blindly agree to in one year. Today I learned at the end of the Diamond Sutra, the oldest surviving dated printed book, is a note that the creator was told to copy out the book by his parents. Today I learned that 31 prisoners in a prison in Uganda escaped because the guards were busy trying to catch a rabbit. The rabbit evaded capture. That was today I learned. You want to hear about black people Twitter? It's probably something I shouldn't be talking about. black people twitter weekly discussion thread by the way I'm not black but uh, quick question do y'all white people on BPT also hang out over at WPT the white dudes who can handle political shit on here usually aren't aren't on there much but the white guys and libs who complain about the sub being too political absolutely, absolutely make up a lot of the user base there personally I'm not there much Um, for the first time in my life i'm gonna be a man and shoot my shot with the girl i kind of like we've been chilling for the past two months in and outside of class and i feel a connection pretty sure i'll get rejected but i need to do this no more living with regrets wish me luck I came across my first MLM today that should should be illegal wait so why are there country club threads and why do I need to be verified got a 17% in chemistry better than the 8% I got last semester laugh my ass off all right I should, probably should not be here it's called black people twitter I'm gonna switch over um <clears throat> Damn, that's interesting. Bread it. Mount Roraima and other tabletop mountains in Kanamama National Park are considered to be the oldest geological formations on Earth, dating back around 2 billion years to the Precambrian era. These bikes have airless tires. This is how Barcelona is designed, it's a great example of urban planning, not to mention it looks pretty cool. Um, Sphericons are unique solids that roll in such a way that every point on their surface comes in contact with the plane following the path shown here with white paper. Uh, unfortunately this thread is a lot of images so I'll give you guys a couple movie details that might be funny Uh, um movie details I need to join this reddit app so I can Converse as well. All right, it's loading. I might. Like, okay. Uh, in Super Mario Bros. 1993, the cars and the alternate reality are pa- are powered by hanging electric grid because dinosaurs didn't die in that dimension. There are no fossil fuels. Gas. In Iron Man 2, Justin Hammer's tech guy couldn't fix Venko's hack because it is in a different language. Justin suggests to try using Russian. Later, Black Widow was able to unhack Brody's war machine because she can understand Russian, presumably can code in Russian too. In Pet Cemetery 2019, the family watches an episode of SpongeBob SquarePants called Squidward the Unfriendly Ghost. The episode revolves around SpongeBob and Patrick believing Squidward to be dead, and Squidward taunts them by coming back and haunting them. This parallels Stephen King's story. In Iron Man 2008, Tony Stark's dialogue is shown on the right monitor as he's speaking to Jarvis on finalizing his Mark III armor. In Avengers: Infinity War, the shades that Tony did wear also part of his Mark 50 nanotech suit. It's it's seen dissolve into his hand when Tony take it off. A clever disguise when he needs his HUD when out in public. In Big Eyes 2014, after being told by Walter Keane that her paintings could be copied to print. Produced and sold everywhere, the next scene touched a Margaret Keene picking up a Campbell's soup can, which is a reference to Andy Warhol's appropriation of consumer culture and that production in art. Those were movie details. What else do we got going on on the internet? News? Got some news for y'all. The Turpin children had a police dog when facing their parents in court that comforted them for months. Explosions rock Sri Lanka. Over 140 injured and 20 dead in Sri Lanka. Students protest Zuckerberg's education program. Female MMA fighter punches man allegedly allegedly masturbating at her at her beach photo shoot. Ben and Jerry starts petition for Congress to expunge prior marijuana convictions. Ben and Jerry's has been big in activism for a long time. I read a book about their marketing and their like they really have been active in social change, which has been pretty cool. FBI arrests leader of right-wing militia that detained migrants in New Mexico. Happy birthday, Queen Elizabeth II turns 93 on Easter Sunday. A fight involving up to 300 teenagers breaks out at Worlds of Fun Amusement Park. British woman killed three other people kidnapped in Northern Nigeria. Two children shot in road rage incident involving father. Members of armed militia who faced who detained migrants face similar charges in 2006. Women allegedly cut off man's penis before jumping from Toronto apartment apartment building. That was our news section for today. Um, world news. Notre, well, this is the world news. Notre Dame fire pledges inflame yellow vest protesters. Demonstrators criticize donation by billionaires to restore burned Cathedral as they mark against against economic quality. Y'all people are always marching against something. I mean that's interesting, but you could let them build the building back. French ambassador on Donald Trump, a big mouth who reads basically nothing. Israeli soldiers shoot bound, blind blindfolded Palestinian teen trying to flee. So Israel-Palestine, they should have just let them resolve it themselves. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. It just made it worse, everybody else getting involved. Jerusalem Municipality tells kindergarteners that minority members are not allowed. Greece is poised to send Germany a formal diplomat note telling its demand for billions of euros in wartime reparations after MPs voted overwhelmingly for the emotive issue to be raised officially. After 600 years, Japan recognizes its indigenous Ainu. What else,
1: what
0: else? Ask Reddit, what was your ah shit, here we go again moment? When my wife came home with a fourth cat. What's your ah, shit, here we go again moment? Every time, every single time, my sister would fall off the wagon and start doing drugs again or steal from me and my parents again or land in jail again. Ah, shit, here we go again. When the angry lady at Walmart started raising her voice at the cashier because her coupon expired. Ah, shit, here we go again. The government watchdog is coming in next week for an audit. Ah shit, here we go again. Hearing my kid start coughing at about 4am this morning. Whenever he gets a cough, it gets so bad he starts puking. Had to move him to the couch with towels and a bucket. That retching noise puts me on full alert immediately. Ah shit, here we go again. My neighbor thinks he's John Voight from Anaconda when he gets drunk. I saw him slamming beers on his porch yesterday and a few hours later he was in the bushes looking for snakes and seeking with a shitty accent. Ah shit, here we go again, I lost my mom exp- unexpectedly when I was 12, so when my dad literally dropped dead in our apartment when I was 18, that's really all that went through my head, not again, couldn't wrap my head around how unfair that shit was. Ah shit, here we go again, me, opens incognito tab. my genitals, ah shit, here we go again, ah shit, here we go again, 6am every mor- every Monday morning as I wake up for work. Ah, shit, here we go again, when I'm getting my period. Ah, shit, here we go again, watching GTA San Andreas and starting a new game. Ah, shit, here we go again, every time we have a family dinner and my parents start talking about introducing me to, and I quote, a potential future husband. Ah, shit, here we go again, when I start getting the smallest hint of a sore throat, I'm going to hate life for the next week or so. Ah shit, here we go again. Every time my mom calls.